In the early days of the pandemic, some commentators were suggesting that the immediacy and the, and the severity of the crisis would force the UK government away from its instinctive neoliberal policy prescriptions and certainly the, the, the furlough scheme and the scale of government spending to maintain employment did seem to vindicate that view to an extent. But when it came to dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic itself, as you describe in the article that you wrote for the New York Review of Books, the government has favoured outsourcing and, and giving contracts to private service providers. So could you say something on the, on the scale of that outsourcing and, and what the consequences have been? Yeah, the, the, the government went for private sector options every single time. And I think that's just because that's where its instincts are. That's where it will look to. Um, that's where its ideology lies. So you know, we don't really know the scale of it because the full amount is not disclosed. We know that £1.7 billion in contracts have been disclosed, but the full details have not and might never be published. Um, but I think what happened was, across the country, more and more people in the public health sector, local authorities, non-profit sector, universities were looking at this. And at first they were thinking, well, we don't really know why they're not using us, but I guess I guess they must have a reason, yeah. right? <laughs> Maybe they've got some higher purpose that we don't know about, right? People, you know, there were people who did, didn't automatically assume the worst and were mm. prepared to believe that there was a plan and that it just hadn't revealed itself yet. But, but as things went on, you could see that the, the public sector was basically, it was just bypassed. And I think, I think that happens when when and because you're not particularly interested in the public sector. So if you've had, as we've had in this country, if you've had decades of not just favoring the free market, but, but you know, praising the free market, oh, the market knows best, the market will save us, it has a solution and all the ter terminology around it of it being innovative and flashy and amazing. And, you know, the public sector almost subconsciously just becomes a little bit dreary, a bit dull, a bit worthy, and obviously neglected, underfunded and cut out of things um, for some years. But if that if that's your trajectory, then when it comes to something like this, it's not going to be your first instinct to say, okay, well, what can the what can the public sector do? What has it got? What resources are available in that sector? If you'd like to hear the rest of this episode of PTO Extra, please consider becoming a $5 supporter on Patreon, as well as getting access to extended versions of regular PTO shows. You'll also get access to all future episodes of PTO Extra. Thanks for listening.